0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Macbeth.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> I'm Colin Kelly, and with me tonight is
1: Catherine Pry.
0: Who, besides being awesome, what else do you do? Mm.
1: I am the dramaturge for uh, Shakespeare, and uh, oh, that sounds so so lofty and ridiculous. I am the uh, the dramaturg for the Wild Bill variety show, and uh, and uh, I am also yes. the voice of Banquo and in this, but uh, mainly my function is that I am the yes. dramaturge for the show, so basically I help Colin by interpreting the scripts for him and making, you know, notes about acting and, and scene and setting and metaphor and all sorts of fun, silly, thespian things like that.
0: And making me not look as much like an idiot when I'm putting this entire thing together. <laughs>
1: sure we'll go with that yeah. I have minimal input win in that respect you do an awesome job of this on your own I don't have to do anything
0: no oh, thanks um, so we kind of jump missed like nearly report. two scenes right report. now because while wow, they're short um, we had so. Ambula Kristen Bays and vets freely as which is ones two and three respectively um,
1: <laughs> Three quarters, two-thirds of the witches live near me, um, as Beth, uh, Beth is my aunt, she's pretty funny, They got her into audio drama.
0: And Yay, good job, we're happy to have her, and here we have Edward Holmes as Duncan, and with him is Chris Brin as Malcolm, and Vincent Morrison just stealing the show as the sergeant.
1: Oh, I loved him in this, I absolutely loved him in this.
0: As far as I know, this is his first, he was cast in this role. I need to do this again.
2: I mean, he just—he's
1: he's eating it up like friggin' candy. It's so cute. Whoa! Well,
0: uh, hey, I have to make confession. I didn't listen to any com—I haven't gotten a chance to listen to any commentary or anything for QOT, and I didn't know Vincent had a stutter.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. It's a, its a, and it can be—it can be very nerve-wracking for him when he's trying to when he's trying to do commentaries.
0: Well. Here's the thing, um, I put together this entire episode and I sent it to Jack Hulk for some help because, just, you know, creative thoughts and like, hey, what do you think? And he goes, wow, who is this, Vincent? Seriously? I'm like, yeah, it's Vincent. He's like, wow, that's really well done. I'm like, yeah, and Jack goes, you know he has a stutter, right? I'm like, what?
1: Sorry, what? He's got
0: a what
2: now? Arms and new of men began a fresh assault
0: and I feel like oh are you kidding me I'm <laughs> such a horrible <laughs> person how do I not know this uh, I do obviously need to be a better stopper yes, or something of as people as I zeals, work with
1: I don't think that's the, the land, lesson you're supposed to take out of calling <laughs> 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 seriously I'm like sure there's less than ain't it <laughs> so they
0: nah but seriously so, so-
2: Except they meant to
1: bathe in reeking wounds. He or did a quite day. amazing job. job. And I, I and tell. I, you know, the thing uh, that I really like about this scene uh, is that it kind of sets the tone for the entire play. Uh, because it's I got, forgot. you've got this, Who this rousing, exciting expectant. monologue of the sergeant retelling these you this you awesome accept. battle. And, and subsequent, you know, uh, new, new conflict, conflict coming in. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and. I remember, so, so, for anyone who may have seen this ages and ages strange. and ages ago, it was, like, ages and ages and ages ago, uh, I had actually tweeted my first page of edit for, 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 for act one, like, as it just, as a, as a, I just scanned it and twit-picked it, and it, I had so many friggin' handwritten notes, and I had, like, all sorts of stuff, and I think at one point, like, in big, huge letters, it was like, oh no, bitches, or something crazy like that, um, but uh, I know, I remember one of my biggest notes was that this scene had to be by an actor who could tell the story and, and, and have a blast with it and really make you think you were there because that's all Shakespeare is. Shakespeare's words. You have to be able to convey almost everything in words.
0: Right, and that's kind of the amazing thing with Shakespeare, though, is we know these plots. You, got, you know how it ends. You know, you, you yep. person listening here. You, you know how Act 5 ends and everything. You're not here for the plot. You're here to see the ride feel the motion of the language and how the actors bring their characters to life I think we've done a good job
1: definitely no I think think the casting of this has been phenomenal everybody has done an amazing job because and I think it helps that um you know, going into it, you and this is something you and I talked about very clearly, we stressed that the most important thing for an actor on any Shakespearean production is that the actor has to know exactly what they are saying in modern terms so that you can turn around and say it in the way that Shakespeare wrote it, but the audience practically hears the modern version of it. Um, And this is especially true with the comedies. Um, The comedies are... There's a lot of wit that doesn't necessarily apply anymore, and a lot of metaphor that doesn't necessarily apply anymore. The, the tragedies are a little different, uh, um, but uh, you know, my, one of my favorite scenes in *Comedy of Errors*, which we'll, I'm sure eventually at some point we'll perform in that one, um, is a scene where uh, one of where it's one of the uh, one of the servants is describing a woman that thinks she's married to him, and she's like the ugliest woman in the world. In fact, it's typically played by a guy. Um, and, uh, and he's making all these, these, these long, scoping, huge metaphors about her that if you don't know what you're saying, the audience isn't going to get it all. It's going to go right over their heads because he's being so sarcastic. So, so yeah, I mean, th- this, this cast has done an absolutely phenomenal job of interpreting the script, and, you know, and, and, and making it sound like dialogue and not, you know, I'm speaking Shakespeare!
0: Much as we love William Shatner with his pacing and talking, yes. Um, I should a mention drum. we had Chris Hackney as Lennox, who, great job, yes. and Karen Collar as Ross, who's. I think this is her first first pennant role. I love her. I hope she sticks around.
1: Yeah, no, I really liked her voice. First time we, I heard her in this act, I was like, dude, who is that? I gotta cast her somewhere. Holy crap.
0: Um, and then we have the three witches again, and I kind of do a. The way it goes is you have your first witch in the middle, one witch to the left, and one witch to the right. So and, so and then when, as well, Macbeth had and Banco enter the scene, right. I slid okay. them over or to one side of the, the audio sphere, this stereo. And then I have Macbeth and Banquo on the other, and I hope that comes across, but it's still that first, the three arranged as the way they are, as if it were on a stage.
1: Speak if you can. So if, I, I, play, if, if I play no other role in all of Shakespeare, I'm really glad I got to play Banquo. that was pretty awesome. Just saying.
0: It's pretty, pretty nice. That's one thing, uh, Macbeth, I, you try to m- make your genders have an average number of, uh you know ratio of female to female I think and looking at the major roles I think it's a little lot more lopsided on the male side oh
1: yeah Banks bank a
0: female character and hey she's the mother of kings
1: to me you speak not. well and there's I mean there's a very there's a very real historical reason why those shows are so heavily on the male side and that's because one women had no rights (laughs) women were not really treated the same way so women couldn't perform anyway um, so even though you had strong characters like Beatrice and Kate from uh, from, um, Taming of the Shrew uh, those characters who are incredibly strong women tend to flip and have to have some sort of romantic entanglement or some sort of comeuppance um, just because that was just kind of the way things were. Even though you had Queen Elizabeth, who reigned at the time, who was incredibly, obviously a very uh, fantastic role model and did not act like a normal woman, um, it still meant that you had a heavily male-featured cast and the male characters had more prominence. And uh, Plus, you also had only male performers, so you can only... Dressed girls up in, and guys up in as wigs, as, wigs
0: so many times. On the, has... well, the plus side, I had a very great advantage of getting a pot just once upon a time.
2: St- <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: god, did I just record me talking in my high voice? Stayed. Oh dear. It, good
1: job. Record for posterity. Everybody <laughs> <in> knows <laughs> now. Oh Ta da! Your children shall be kings.
0: Uh, I gotta love Kevin MacLeod's music. I actually sat down went not so? with Macbeth, and I just went through what I know of Kevin's uh, library and picked out the music that I thought would work best for this piece. And I, well, I, I can I right. tell
1: because I was, I was hearing some stuff in here that I was like, Oh, he's an Avalon. That's an awesome piece of music. Good choice. Like, I, I, There were like a couple of times where I'm like, I know that song! I've used
0: it! <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, but, um, the main thing I'm going to do is it's trying to make it consistent, and what I should do is release like a soundtrack or something. Um, so you guys can find the music I use in different parts. Um, I know one of them that's coming up is called Death of a King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not ominous at all.
1: <laughs> no, not at all. I don't know where you edition? might get that idea. A this is like best of comedy, time, right? Everybody what? gets married to me again? Do
0: exactly. <laughs> I can't do it. Well,
1: it's not fame fame happening. Yet,
0: but well, once again, you're here for the ride, not for yep. the end. <laughs> Whether he was combined exactly. with those of Norway, or if, the if folks,
1: if you are walking into a Shakespearean show and you, and you don't know anything about not, the plot,
0: the capital, it's, it's
1: either one of the, the histories, capital. and at which when point I'm sorry, you're going to be very bored unless it's Richard behind. the second, <laughs> um, Richard the third. I think it's Richard the third. That's a good one. Um, the shall be kings? And, 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 the of yeah, of I know. Well, and I'm also I've got a headache, so I can't remember crap about anything right now. Um, the scene of but, yeah, I mean, unless you're walking into one of the histories, you should have some inkling about the show you're walking into. If nothing else, read Sparkos before you walk in. Because, um, yeah, you don't, you, you don't want to be coming in there for the surprise ending. You want to be coming in there because you, you kind of know where it's going. Otherwise, it's like a ballet. You don't want to walk into a ballet without a description cool. of that's what you're seeing, because field. ballet has no dialogue, Ill. so you really want to know what the plot of the story is before yeah, you Ill,
2: walk in. I given me earnest of
1: success. You know, that's something you that probably shouldn't do. Not that Colin would have any experience going movie. to a ballet. <laughs> just want to make it well, clear. Well, I,
0: I do have a lot of <laughs> sisters, so... <laughs> yeah. My pyramids are actually pretty cool. Anyways. <laughs> Why am I saying <laughs> this stuff? I'm
2: talking... Thought was yet Filter,
0: braid her mouth. Replace. I so, my mm. state of
2: um, I should mention.
0: Uh, we saw Jack Kalka's Angus for a moment <laughs> when Ross showed up. If chance will have me king, and this I is Death of a King you, right I here. When he's ah, pondering everything. Garments.
1: So. Leave not to their mould, with the aid of use.
2: Come what come may, time was,
1: I, I really liked nice how this do, was done because nice it's in a, you know it's an aside the and it's, there's stuff going on and on well, I thought you did a really good job Give kind of favor. pacing it back and forth between the two conversations. Very nice. Kind gentleman,
2: Yeah, it's called.
0: She's over there. <laughs> the <laughs> well,
1: yeah, Let but the I mean, you could you could have done that and it could have not sounded
0: as as clearly
1: paced. I'm talking about the pacing here. The pacings very nice.
0: Enough. i blame the writer for that That's i'm crazy. stealing his pacing
1: Shh, okay we'll go with that <laughs> i don't think he's going to complain as he's dead
0: uh, we will have to do a commentary now with zombie william shakespeare
1: no let's not no nah, nope 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 nope
0: verily, i don't require brains is
2: execution done on codor not those in commission yet returned. my lead.
1: I really I like the Duncan back. you cast. Edward Holmes. Fabulous.
0: Oh, this is... He's also a newcomer very dependent. Frankly,
1: um, he he's fantastic. You, sir, around. Exactly. you. God damn it. <laughs> I,
0: I know there will be lots of older <laughs> gentlemen in other plays. I'm sure he As can be it, a before this comes to work. Sure. Has no I actually
1: want to say that face. when I was listening to it the Duncan auditions, there was, was one guy, and I don't know who it was, I don't know that it was necessarily him, but there was one guy that I was like, oh, he'd be the perfect oh, why Lear! Are why are we doing Lear right now? now
2: was
0: I had to check for that. Yeah, it's it's, so far, we should I, like, I think I it is I, I know
1: I, I flipped out over some, some
2: actor, David and I was I was talking about how he'd be a great Lear. ...that the proportion both of thanks and payment might have been mine. Only I have left to say... More is thy but I quite more like
0: his his uh, his portrayal of, of Duncan. Very nice. Itself. Right, very regal. I remember uh, mm-hmm. what, what is the line when he's talking about the arts? Uh, the faces that display the mind's confection are I'm butchering the quote. No. <laughs> okay. Um, but I remember listening to that back when I was putting together the trailer and going chills that has no list <laughs> it's how it's supposed to be
2: to have done so. yes. let me unfold thee and hold thee to my heart
1: better if i grow the harvest is your own uh he gave
0: her a hug
1: i know I it's almost her her like he like her cuz she's awesome or
0: something
1: <laughs> or something i don't know i'm just i'm just i'm just here folks i don't really know what's going on
0: <laughs> yeah, it could just be the huge hey, tracts of land or something Obviously, since is a woman.
1: Yes, clearly. Notice, like if she's a woman, she must be well endowed. Okay, seven. Colin. From hence to Inverness, and bind us further to
2: you. The rest is labor.
0: I've seen pictures of, nice of you. Hello.
1: I am Joan. You know, I personally am very well endowed, and I am quite proud of that fact. I won't even deny that. That's
0: fine. That was the mental images we are now putting into our audiences. You're welcome,
1: audience. You're welcome. The place
0: of Cumberland.
1: Apparently, Wild Bill that is like pendant after dark. Which I
0: must fall
2: down. Yeah, pretty
0: mean,
1: much. Well, when you the get to the more racy
0: plays... I'm sure. I still need to do Titus Andronicus, let, let, so. Black
1: and oh desires.
0: yes. I wink
1: at I would not complain if I, I got that to that.
2: Be, which the eye fears when it is done to
1: see. Camera. Ah. Uh, true were they He That's is so, so valiant. And commendation... what is the hardest I was thing really excited about getting to play her and then the show went on hiatus. But anyway, moving right. on. We'll, we'll be so back. Oh my gosh, we're not even like... I thought we were done with the episode. <laughs> I was like looking at it going, I think there's more of this, but I don't remember. And then, success. oh okay, then there's Min- there's Mindy the Mindy Rass. That makes more, more sense now. More. <laughs>
0: When I burned in Mindy Keenan, problem, I I'm them sorry.
1: I was in day her day. wedding. You'd think I would remember well, to say
0: that. In the of it, from the king, hey, you know more than me. Uh, the music for this is called The Pyre, and there is a fire. Weird me
1: and me okay.
0: A <laughs> I'm worried like that sometimes. I'm just like, ooh, there's a fire. Hey, this sounds good. It can go here. This I? I thought,
1: good to deliver thee, my dearest partner of greatness, that thou mightst not lose the dues of rejoicing by being ignorant of what greatness has promised thee. One really nice thing about That's casting Mindy in Shakespeare that. is she's done it on stage so many times that you never have to worry about if she's going to be able to interpret it. She just, That's boom, that. happens. It's like magic.
0: Uh, she still gives me, like, a lot of takes, so...
1: Well, yes.
0: I think she, That's
1: part of Mindy's charm is that you're gonna get, like, a ten-minute take. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: like, uh, I should mention the contrast, but P. Bylon, he gives you three takes, and each one's a different emotion, or way it goes. And then you have Mindy, where you have everything under the sun.
1: Yeah. And then you have me, who just sits there completely. But why the hell did I choose David Tennant's accent for this damn show? Hey,
0: I found it awesome.
1: And You did, apparently. I think there's a line in here
0: somewhere, but immediately afterwards in the take you go, Ah, oh, that sounded way too David Tennant. I'm like, no! That was
1: great! Keep going! I tried really hard to find a good balance with that, because... While I wanted to sound to like faint, David Tennant's accent, I didn't to want to sound, to sound like I was just directly pretending people. to be David Tennant. That wasn't the point, you know? I mean, like, as an actor, you want to bring something <laughs> new t- every time. So I was, was like, I have to kind of figure out a way to be I'm David, David saying, Tennant-ish, because that that's what Colin wants. But at worked, the same time, so not just be David Tennant playing. So hey, you, <laughs> Our is
0: you, this is Dave Morgan as the messenger. All the messengers, to be honest. I kind of simplified that. Give him tending, he brings great news. Uh I earlier she actually crumples up the uh the paper and throws it into the fire. I don't know if that came across or not, but It does, yeah. So the fire burns brighter than the actual sound effect I have.
1: Nice. That sounds like the jump that I have on Avalon sometimes. I write sound effects for myself that I'm like, what? Why did I think that was a good idea to, to write that?
0: that no
1: oh boy. Visiting
0: no, it's like, oh, I'm gonna regret Act Five because it's like they fight. Between the
1: effect and ah, okay. Come to ah, my damn, my damn it! <laughs> and take My milk for gall, you murdering ministers! Wherever in your sightless substance, you oh, Oh. Lady Macbeth, the Peep true a villain of the play. And in the smoke of yeah. hell. My her husband's path. Well she knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's one of the things I like about this about this play, is that it is it has such a strong female character in Lady Macbeth. And yeah, she's vilified, so that's kind of a that's kind of a downer just because um, <laughs> From the perspective of you know empowering women, I don't know that the woman who convinces her husband to murder people is really like the best thing to go for. But for when it comes to female characters, Lady Macbeth is one of the best villainous play because she's a master Tolkien manipulator. Tonight. She is the asp in the garden. It's pretty awesome.
2: Tomorrow, as he purposes. Yes, all that well, exactly, exactly. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Face, my this thing is, is why you have me on the show, remember? Yes, Dramaturge? <laughs> I'm supposed to <laughs> the say all the frilly shit, like that's what I'm time supposed time to do.
0: I just sit here and go, um,
1: hand, your tongue.
0: Pete and Mindy kissed before, everybody, yay! <laughs>
1: that's great, I'm so glad. He that's, that's, that's what you're taking out the of this experience! <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're fired!
1: Oh. I don't. I don't have the power to fire you, so I don't think that's a really real threat anyway.
0: We I, and I hope them. I don't get fired anytime soon. Only look up clear,
1: <laughs> please. To alter favor ever
2: is to fear.
1: You're doing awesome. Leave all the rest oh, to me. Just saying. Ah.
2: <sighs> this castle hath a pleasant seat. The air nimbly and sweetly recommends itself.
0: Yes, everyone, smell the places. air.
1: Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Is this uh-huh. the scene that you said something turned really dirty because Becca was a woman? Blood. I'm trying to remember what it was. Because you no, were that, was to me that was, was the hug. That was the hug. Okay. That was the hug. At some point bird. you sent it to me and you were that like, "All been of been a been sudden been this been scene has a totally different connotation." And I didn't ask you what it was. Yeah, it was that
0: one. Of course, I've got another one in Act Three when we get to that.
1: Aha! Yes.
0: I gotta go, guys,
1: guys, guys
2: but... trouble, we think love.
1: I do and kind of love that the... the air is delicate line, because all of a time. sudden I sound like a cross between David Tennant and Merda from <laughs> <every> Brave. <laughs> delicate. And then uh-huh. double. <laughs> you what could you can change your fate, would ya? <laughs>
0: <corners, deep and laughs> oh, oh <laughs> going back, back to that scene. Yes, It's because Duncan's talking about planting a seed.
1: Oh, yeah, that is awkward! You're right! Of oh, God, okay. Things thing you, of you the notice years, when you're the director and the you're actively kind bear. of working on something, you're as right, opposed to when well, you're the well, dramaturg,
2: you're just sharp reading. Well, you know, it, well... To
0: his home us. Occasionally, oh, oh yeah, because you're putting everything together and...
1: ...stuff. Um, When I'm looking at it, I just... To, look to make at the order, audit at your highness's pleasure. And then, I, and then I'll zero in on moments. Um, Give me your but I figure i let hand the hand actors hand do a lot of zeroing hand in, hand in hand anyway hand because hand I can't possibly leave all, all the notes I would want to leave if I was hand 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 actively hand directing hand a show. So I just kind of have to go with what I can of interpretation on a big scale for you and then the actors kind of just work on it on their own.
0: Right, we should probably... Um, for one of the next plays, we should probably try to see if it's possible to get everyone in on a giant Skype chat and just that do a read-through and see what happens.
1: That'd be pretty awesome if we here, could do it, yeah. It
0: would.
2: Bank and shoal of time, It'd be a, we'll a jump the life to come. heck
0: of logistics. Yeah, I don't in know. good if
1: it was like a here. small Shakespeare cast play.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, let's do the one where there's only five characters. Does, does he have one of those? I
1: don't know. His name is a pinter. So, oh, a I don't know what to tell you. To yes. I'm pretty sure none of his plays are that small.
0: Yeah, I'm sure too. First, this uh, piece underneath here is called "Decisions." Nice.
2: as his host, should against his shut the nice. door not bear the Pete's Scottish accent.
1: His brogue is so thick in spots sometimes. That I'm it's just so like, Geez. His that his will That's one thing. Lie. Accents,
0: I left it up to the actors. They could do it if they wanted to. If they did, um, one thing I mentioned was I know um, in Act 5 I've got some English uh, deliberately English characters, so mm-hmm. try to if they did do an accent, don't do a Scottish one.
2: Um, but yeah.
0: I kind of just left it up to them because in some ways it itself and falls on the other. I think the accent is just varies. If you want need one, it works. If you don't, it doesn't. The main thing is making sure it's understandable and you bring life to the character and understand the thing. Well, and,
1: and yeah. We well, I mean, you don't business. have any other. I don't think you have any other Scotsman other than Banquo and, and Macbeth? Uh, well, I mean, I should say people intentionally being Scottish.
0: Uh, Chris Hackney is Lennox.
1: Oh yeah, Lennox, okay. But I, I think, I remember when we were talking about it, you had said you wanted to kind of discourage it, just because, it, I think I think when you do it this way, where you have only, you know, two of your main characters have the same accent, um, and have such a strong camaraderie, it gives the, the impression they've grown up together. Um, right. And that was kind of what I took away from it was that, and and because well, one, you know, and, and from an acting would, perspective, like playing Banquo, I made sure to play the, towards the, you know, that clearly Macbeth and Banquo have been Who kicking it for a least. long time, and they are good friends, and that they have been, they've been doing you this dance do for years, and right? They're excellent Yeah, so so they enjoy playing off of each other and joking around and having a good time. So. So I think it works out really well the way that you that you chose to no kind of leave the accents up to the uh, up to the, the actor, well but at the same time kind of put down a a, a layer of subtext um, by sort of limiting some
0: of the stuff they can do. Well, and once again, as much as I love the very doth it is Shakespeare, and so we speak like this, and we pace to make sure we are getting the iambic pentameter. It's boring.
1: <laughs> well, and it's it's not it's not the most important thing about Shakespeare. Right. Being re, like I remember the the one lesson that I really solidly took away from my acting classes because I did a lot of Shakespeare in college. That's why I. That's why you approached me about this. Um Is because it happens to be one of my one of my favorite things to study and, and, to, and as far as plays to perform Shakespeare, my our favorite. favorite and. Mm. Uh, Being part for of and children only. the for thy the whole thing about it is that I remember. I had, I, we did Comedy yeah, bears, the first the show we did. Booths, of Errors, for sure we did, and I went up there, and somebody them. else was trying I to do their line. the first words out of it? my director's mouth were, Stop it! And he goes, What? And she, she goes, Stop saying it like it's Shakespeare, on on idiot. His and everybody went silent. They couldn't figure out what she meant. And it was just, you know, she's pointing out that modern audiences don't need to hear anything
2: that sounds like some lofty,
1: highbrow, you know, verily, doth, you know, doth mother know you wear as her dress? I mean, that kind of thing. Um, you know, it's not it, its not—it's not like that. The best way to connect with an audience is to sound the as Penn close to what they're used to
2: hearing. Also known as the Wild Bill Variety so. show. And we
1: have gone right to Macbeth, the end of the episode. My goodness.
0: One. Wow. That
1: went fast.
2: Pete yeah, we, we've
0: we got a pretty awesome cast. And hey, I'm glad to have everyone with us on the show who whoa, is here. Is M- Actors, good job doing all the things the cat was just talking about. <laughs> I
1: thanger. like how Colin's totally playing the lowbrower. He's like, "Hey, eh, lights are good." As the
2: Chris We're just off. <laughs> David <as> <laughs> I'll swing
1: Jack on Holt head drive Holt back to the cave.
0: <laughs> Chris Hackney. This is C- why I have cast people. <laughs> 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 She's the smart one. Oh, okay. Uh, and this is <laughs> the <laughs> Pitt and Shakespeare theme, *Roderandro* by, by Pavel Zook. So he's I pretty cool.
2: Produced right
0: by Pendant well, it's, this production I wanted something that was comedic and dark at the same time to yeah. look like comedy and tragedy. Anyways, uh, bye guys.
1: Thanks for listening. Bye guys, we'll see you next month.